Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 108. What's in the brain that ink may character, which hath not figured to thee my true spirit? What's new to speak, what now to register, that may express my love or thy dear merits? Nothing, sweet boy, but yet, like prayers divine, I must each day say o'er the very same, counting no old thing old, thou mine, I thine, even as when first I hallowed thy fair name. So that eternal love in love's fresh case weighs not the dust and injury of age, nor gives to necessary wrinkles place, but makes antiquity for I his page, finding the first conceit of love their bread, where time and outward form would show it dead. That was Sonnet 108. I have no idea what that sonnet's about. I am Mark Chatterley, you're listening to Shakespeare Sonnets, and I am joined, as always, by a mildly anxious looking and 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 very lost <laughs> Tony Healers. You you were wringing I'm kind your of, hands. I'm kind of I'm kind of, uh, I do that. I I'm Why why are they so hard, Mark? Why why do we not have easy sonnets today? Um we we don't have easy sonnets because because Shakespeare hates us. It's, I think... it's he's a horrible man. <laughs> he's a horrible man. And he should feel bad. He, he really should. I I will find him. I will build the time machine. You sh- and yes. And he he he's he's gonna suffer. <laughs> you are gonna go back and 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 beat Shakespeare. Go no. Use proper English. And by proper English, I mean twenty first century English. <laughs> Oh, that would to- I, I would totally make a uh, BBC Four documentary torturing Billy. <laughs> Do you know what yellow means? Do you know what yellow means? Say it, say it now. <laughs> oh, oh, thou dost yellow so verily, my dearest page. That's how Shakespeare taught. Shakespeare had quite a surprisingly high voice. <laughs> I did. It's just, talk about what some of this just sounds creepy. <laughs> Which bits? Which just, bits? Just Come a on. sweet boy. That's sweet kind of, boy. It's just kind of a uh, pedophile. Stay I away did... from the uncle. <laughs> I did feel a bit dirty reading that line. Nothing, sweet boy. Come sit on my knee. It. It's yeah. It's but those that's a big problem with our society, and it's actually probably a problem we're going to have to deal with at some point. But I don't know how. Is this whole if you're an adult male, you can't say anything nice about young children. You can compliment their behaviour. Oh, your son is very well behaved. Oh, your son, look at him. He's very good at sports. He's he's very good at maths. You can't say he's a very handsome looking boy. That that's there's there's a line there, or or it, depending on which country you're in, you've either crossed the line at that point, or you're getting quite close to it. And when you start getting down to things like, he's got his eyes are very nice. When you're noticing minute detail about a young lad, and you're an adult male, it's good. And God forbid you in, you you play with the kids, as in you know, let's go on the swings, let's go yeah. on the slide, sit them on your lap and slide down a slide. That's for some reason, very bad. It's 
That's homophobia as much as pedophilia, though. I don't know. Which if it's is homoph- kind of, I guess, kind of the reason why. Well, there's various reasons why society has started equating homophobia with, with or, or uh, homosexuals with pedophilia. But there's no, there's no <clears throat> link between the two. Pedophilia no, they're completely different. Is, well, I mean, a, a pedophile can be homosexual, but. Well, it's, it's generally genderless. The the psychologically, paedophilia is about power and control over young people, and the gender because they're not sexual beings at that age is is usually irrelevant in in most paedophiles' eyes. No, That's... no, you you are gay, Mark. You fancy small boys. Oh, bugger! Not bugger. I oh shit. <laughs> oh no, no shit. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. I don't fancy kids. I think kids are wonderful. I've got a goddaughter and she's amazing, especially because she's now started repeating things I say, which is worrying because I say some weird rubbish. <laughs> um, oh, that's I, the I, best age. There's there's a wonderful um, line by Ursula uh, Ursula Le Guin, Ursula Le Guin, the, yeah, the Le science fiction writer. Yeah, which is creative adults are children who survived. <laughs> Which I, I, I oh, think is... Oh, that's a fantastic line. Yeah. I, I, and, and that's me. I, I get told off a lot for dancing around while shopping and, and buying all the junk food and, and running down an aisle and then jumping onto the trolley and spinning. And, and I get told off a lot for that because 30-year-olds aren't meant to do that, apparently. But Yeah, I, I don't... Think... Uh, I, I do don't make shopping fun? subscribe to the idea that there is a way you should behave as an... I mean, there are settings. I, I wouldn't... If you go for a job interview or you work in an office or, or I don't know, you, you, you're you the teller at the bank kind of thing. Do you, there are ways to behave in certain situations. Which yes. is kind of, that, that I guess that's the difference between an adult and a child. An, an adult knows when it isn't appropriate to misbehave, whereas a child is just kind of trying to find those limits still. Yes, but but adults tend to impose those limits where they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. Ad, ad, there are there is a vast majority of of people who think that being an adult means you can never have fun. Yeah, yeah. And Which I is think that... stupid, and probably a reason why so many people are uh, having mental health issues. Because yeah, well, my my my. One of my theories, it's not a theory, one of my hypotheses is that what most people see as being an adult is a social construct. As in, people will think that as an adult, I will feel like X, Y, and Z, and I will do this, and I will do that, and I will enjoy these things. And that's a kind of myth of what an adult is. And people kind of hit a certain age and then start acting like that because they believe that is how they should be acting and so adulthood is this essential is is a an act is a a character we all put on and people who tend to be slightly more creative get this kind of social dissonance between the two because the way in which they want to behave isn't the way that they feel they should be behaving and therefore they think that something's wrong with them they just don't go the extra step which is realising that the way other people are behaving is an act, is is all made up. No one wants to, well, very, very few people want to go to work every single day and and hit buttons on a spreadsheet and wear ties and wear suits and wear constricting clothes and 
have their hair in a certain way and not have piercings and not have tattoos and not have fun and listen to a certain type of music and no one really I mean obviously certain people do and certain people like certain bits of it but the construct of an adult believes or acts and behaves like this is totally made up it's kind of insane when you think about that I, I, I fundamentally think it is and and all the people I know who, or maybe not all of them, but some of the people I know who have issues with with life in terms of uh, they get stressed easily, they have they are, are depressed in both the clinical and the non clinical sense of it. A lot of it comes from the fact that they feel like they're not living up to being an adult, or they are not adult enough, or they are not responding in the situations the way that society thinks they should be, or they think they should be, and it's all because of this social construct of what an adult is, which doesn't exist yeah i mean i don't i'm i mean i'm 27 now and i just i feel as little an adult as i did when i was 15 it's just i mean obviously i've changed as a person because you do yeah but i still don't fair enough i don't have the um the nine to five jobs i work from home and but, but then so do a lot of people nowadays yeah and i just i I mean, I'm in a relationship, and I okay, I don't have children yet that I have to look after, which I guess would also change it again and and make me be. I don't know if I want to say responsible because I, I I consider myself a fairly responsible human being, but do you act I, necessarily in the way that others do? And uh, there is a social well, I mean, re- responsible. I mean, as in. I I don't need someone to tell me to take care of myself or pay bills or or, or clean my yeah. my flat or do the washing kind of thing. I did. I know that I know that I have to brush my teeth kind of thing. There's there's no, I I don't need my mum or my dad's thing. It's like we can tell if you don't brush your teeth and <laughs> that kind of responsible like the yeah being your own person. You can look after yourself. Yeah, I can look after myself. And that's but pretty that's much, about as, much an as an adult gets. Yeah. But that's that's surely all an adult should be. All of the other stuff that we put around it, that acting in a certain way and not laughing at certain jokes and not behaving this way and that way, and that's the social construct I'm talking about, which I find really bizarre. I there's I'm not conforming to that. I mean you, you can ask my other half, I have no problem just dancing down the street or just singing loudly at people. This is <laughs> Singing at people, just, just you, no. you, <laughs> and then and then going the summer come out tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I sit, we, we go to the cinema a lot, and it just every single. I know most of the trailers that are on, and most of the adverts, I, and the caffeine bacon advert, including the new one, because there's a new one that started two days ago. And I just, I just sit there and just recite them loudly as they happen. It's like. Yeah, that advertising has really worked well on you. It's it, it's fantastic. The, in the new one, Kevin Bacon gets half naked. He takes off his pants and then he's uh, just wearing shorts. Or jeans that, or trousers or whatever the hell you're from and the word you use. Just the <laughs> long version that cover all your Boxers. legs. Boxers. Pants pants. Ah. We're not talking about Sonic 108. No. No, this 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 episode is specifically for my other half because she really really hates how much <laughs> I pretend to adore Kevin Baker. 
He is annoying <laughs> and weird looking. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the adverts annoyed me. Because for people who don't know, he makes um, uh, adverts for EE, which is uh, a mobile um, provider in the UK. And and before every film, there's an advert with him in it where he just does the whole thing that he does in adverts where he talks about the company. And they they change about every six months. So if you go to the cinema a lot, like me, I mean, I've, I'm seeing my 85th film today. And and that means you see the adverts a lot. And he just, it got to the point where he really, really annoyed me. And I just kind of decided that instead of just sitting there being angry every time the advert pops up, I would just play along with it and just, I don't know, kind of convince myself that he's cool. Which is which is working semi-well, especially because I always have my other half sitting next to me and I can annoy her and just have fun <laughs> like that during the advert. Your relationship is a weird, weird relationship. I'm an incredibly nice person. Yeah, I don't know if I could go out with you. I feel, I, I feel, it would, it would. I'm quite happy with you being a friend. I don't think <laughs> going out with you would be stressful beyond belief. I feel. It's 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 one of my many redeeming qualities. <laughs> the stressful relationship. Yeah. 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 Okay, it's good. It's a good quality. I not one. Not that me ever going out with you was ever on the card, but <laughs> no. But it's not going to happen, Thierry. Just putting it out there. Not going to happen. Aww. Sorry. Sonnet one hundred and eight. <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we got quite a lot of of uh, track here. We did. We did. Wait, did we actually at all speak about this this sonnet? I don't we know. Haven't... What is the sonnet about? It's it's about it's it's about stuff, um, in, and things and and metaphors and similes, and possibly even metonymies. Yeah, I know my literary terms. I got um, distracted tweeting at Kevin Bacon. I didn't listen. What? Oh, do you just yeah. Oh, can't <laughs> just you are not taking this seriously. I'm gonna have to find another. European foreigner to to come in and do this with me. That's what I'm going to have to do. It's it. Just, I don't know. I got distracted. I I don't know. I it's not even. I can't even pretend that it's lack of sleep because I have slept for about nine hours. <laughs> uh, okay, this sonnet is a. Oh, we okay. We did talk a bit about it because we talked about the freakiness of nothing, sweet boy, and that's how we've gone off on this massive rat run. Um, he's 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 talking about the fair youth or to the fair youth and and love and oh god i don't know what is this sonnet about someone tell me it's about halloween because <laughs> he hallowed thy fair name that he does a lot of religion again hallowed be thy name which is the uh whatever the prayer is called the that one that the church people do what the the Lord's Prayer? Oh, the, that's the one. <laughs> Hallowed be Thy name, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think you Not mean Hallowed know. are the Ori. Hallowed are the Ori. So say we all. <laughs> that's oh, we're just oh, we're gonna piss off so many people. Just just <laughs> offend all the fandoms. <laughs> oh, oh, I love the Ori. The Ori was such an amazing bad guy. Oh. Anyway, um, it, 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 I think I I think 
I think I think um, this summit is basically saying I don't have anything new to say about you, Mr. Fair Youth. I'm very sorry, but I'm going to say the same things over and over and over and over and over because it's like praying. Even though we yeah. have this on it about him not raising the youth up to being an idol. Um, but it, it, I, I think what it's saying, yeah, but yeah, like prayers divine, I must each day say over, over the, the very same, counting no old thing, counting no old thing old, thou mine, <coughs> I thine. Yeah, so I, I think it's, and, and hallowed might be a link into the Lord's Prayer then, but I, I think it is a kind of, I've got nothing new to say. So I'm just going to kind of repeat over and over and over again what I said before because you're wonderful and I love you and you're like my god but not really a god because that's blasphemy but you're a god. Yeah, I mean all that's missing really is amen at the end. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. Just He completely destroys the sonnet flow by just line 15, amen. (laughs) That would be good. We 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 should add that in. We, Quick, we edit were, Wikipedia. <laughs> we would never, we would never do that. No, never. no, I would. You would. You're bad. I'm that kind of person who uh, disimproves Wikipedia. <laughs> disimproves. Well, I was, I was talking to uh, to people, and I just, there's a, there is a German word that just means improving someone something to the point of making it worse. Like you tweak something in order to just make it better, and you tweak it so much, but the more you tweak it, the worse it gets. And okay. I just couldn't think of an English word for it, so I just so I'm gonna create the word disimprove. Okay, I like that. And, so and and yeah. I'm gonna use that now. I'm gonna throw it into every conversation. <laughs> just yeah, stop putting on makeup, love. You're disimproving your face. <laughs> that that that's good. Your mama's so fat she disimprove her body with every cream bun. <laughs> yeah, I would so be awesome at your mama is so fat jokes. I think I we we should have a white wrap off with me doing your mama jokes. <laughs> <laughs> your mama love you so much. She sent you to a public school. Oh, God, that's that's a very posh version. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Would you like to read Sonnet 108? And, I may- can try. and maybe in reading it, we might, we might, um, <laughs> in reading it, we might come to some conclusions about what it's about. Oh dear, we people... probably won't. Don't, don't expect too much of us. As if people have listened to this podcast to actually get an insight into the sonnets. No, I think we're long past that point. I think like the first ten or twenty, maybe thirty sonnets, we actually try to understand them. I and... think we try. We just are easily <laughs> just... distracted. It's the ADHD Sonnet Podcast. <laughs> Shaving! Woo! While well, saying that, there are massive storm clouds coming. Wow. Okay. It's kind of been stormy here all day, all week. It's another storm. We, we've... Ah, oh, it's like end of days here in the UK with that storm coming. It was like, there's a storm! <laughs> it was barely anything. I woke up at like half nine or ten-ish. And it was, it was sunny. There was yeah. nothing. I slept through the storm. In some places of the UK, especially on the very south coast, it was very, it was quite bad, and and there were some deaths from it. So we will acknowledge that. 
but mainly for most of the UK, where we were being told there's going to be floods and hurricanes and tsunamis and and winds that will blow small children up to Scotland. Um, <laughs> it's all the fault of the gays. Yeah, it's all. It's because yes, it is the fault of the gays. Well, we there's only so much we can refrain from having gay sex, and and one day one of us breaks the pact, and then bad weather comes. <laughs> I'm sure how it works. It's just really... I don't know. I think just the media likes creating catastrophes. Yes. Just... Ugh. Yeah. Which is bad, because if there actually ever... If that big storm ever actually comes, because we've had... Was it the Great Storm in 87, where a lot of people died, and, and yeah. there was a lot of destruction. If that happens again, we'll just be completely desensitised... It just pe- <laughs> the media will warn everyone, and people just go, Psh, nah, "I can Whatever. walk to Tesco now." It's they said it's going to be a storm, but it's just going to be a bit of wind and rain. It's the yeah. crying wolf too many times, and just maybe that's what it is. Maybe there is a secret agenda in the news in the UK, which is just to make <laughs> if the world is turning into pandemonium, it's to make everyone just happy with that and go, "It's fine." <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's that's the ultimate Tory plan. <laughs> the, the end solution to foreigners is <laughs> is make everyone just okay with the way things are. Weird. Anyway, you should read Sonic <laughs> 108. Read Sonic 108. We, I, 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 I will. I will. Okay. Shush. Sorry. <laughs> Sonic 108. What's in the brain that ink may character which hath not figured to thee my true spirit? What's new to speak, what now to register, that may express my love or thy dear merit? Nothing, sweet boy, but yet, like prayers divine, I must each day say over this very same, counting no old thing old, thou mine, I thine, even as when first I hallowed thy fair name. So that eternal love in love's fresh case weighs not the dust and injury of age, nor gives to necessary wrinkles place, but makes antiquity for a his page. Finding the first conceit of love there bred, where time and outward form would show it dead. Ah, I tried to get an amen in there, but the right, just, just the way the lines fit. flow, it just doesn't go. Sorry, sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Shakespeare's sorry. I'm disappointed. That was Sonnet 108 of Shakespeare's Sonnets, and as you agree, I, that was an amazing uh, analysis of what that sonnet was all about. Um, I am Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at in ent. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And if you have enjoyed this free podcast series, we have another free podcast series called Supermarket Matters, which is a audio sitcom, which is amazing. And we also sell audiobooks from up-and-coming writers who are all brilliant. Um, and, and you should listen to them. And go on, give audiobooks a try, because... Once you've gotten into them, you won't stop listening. It's a bit like crack. Audiobooks are the crack of the literary world. That's that's a good description. I mean, I've had an, uh, a subscription from from a certain big um, yes per, uh, uh, market for seven years now. Is it yeah. seven years since two thousand six? Yeah, seven years. And and you you do get very very addicted. Yeah, this but ours are superior clearly. They are. They India are. makes the better audio. And a lot cheaper, because you can buy two uh, audiobooks for uh, 
the price of one subscription yep. per month on uh, exactly that other and place. Better quality as well. Awesome. We shall see you next time for Sonic 109. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.